శ్రీ సాయి సత్ సరిత్ర చాప్టర్ థర్టీ ఎయిట్ డిస్క్రిప్షన్ ఆఫ్ ద హండి శ్రీ గణేషాయ నమ శ్రీ సరస్వతే నమ శ్రీ వెంకటేషాయ నమ శ్రీ సాయినాథాయ నమ శ్రీ సద్గురుభ్యో నమ ఇన్ దిస్ చాప్టర్ హేమంత్ పంతల్స్ ఇస్ అబౌట్ బాబాస్ హండి దిస్ రెస్పెక్ట్ ఆఫ్ శ్రైన్ కాలా ఆర్ హోడ్గే బోడ్గే ద కప్ ఆఫ్ పటమల్ కన్ అదర్ మ్యాటర్స్ సద్గురు సాయి విత్ బాబాస్ బ్లెస్సింగ్స్ వీఆర్ వీఆర్ ఏబుల్ టు విట్నెస్ ద గ్రాండ్ సీన్ ఆఫ్ ద చావడి ప్రొసెషన్ ఇన్ ద లాస్ట్ చాప్టర్ వీ ఆల్సో సో దట్ ఎవ్రీ వన్ హెడ్ గోన్ అండ్ బాబా వాస్ అలోన్ he prepared his bed himself by spreading 50 to 60 bed spreads on one on top of other and slept we bow once again to the sadguru who had given everything to his devotees baba had taken birth only for the purpose of doing good to others his life was dedicated for the betterment of his devotees it is only because of satkarma pala on the previous birth that one can get in contact with the divine feet of the sadguru once we take recourse sorry recourse to the divine feet of the satguru he removes all our afflictions and liberates us from all our bondages sai is a board of all eternal bliss bliss he is a destination of our search he is ever blessing ever blazing radiating pure self he is atmarama himself like a mother who knows what a child should eat and what it should not and then feeds a child with required food sai knows what is best for us initially enticing us by giving what we ask sai finally takes us on the path of spiritual progress and self realization annadanam the sadhanas for attaining spiritual progress is described in various religious scriptures depending on the age in which the spirit is living in krita yuga the prescribed sadhana was tapas penance when the krita yuga gave away to the trita yuga the sadhana became jnana in the dwarapa yuga the aspirant had to perform yagnas in kali yuga the the prescribed sadhana for spiritual progress is dana charity among the various type of dana like vitta dana vidya dana kanya dana vastra dana anna dana anada danas anna dana is the best and greatest the tatriya upanishad says all beings that exist on earth born of food then they live by food then again to the food they go at the end so virally food is the eldest of all creatures therefore it is called the medicament of all all those who worship food as brahman obtain all food food is indeed the eldest of all creatures therefore it is called the medicine for all from food all beings are born having been they grow by food food is eaten by the beings and it also eats them therefore it's called food anna for all danas other than anadana the datta the giver has to think of the eligibility of the receiver anadana can be made to any rich or poor male or female young or old deceased or elderly Uh, by midday around noon if we don't have anything to eat we feel miserable we have to think that all the other beings are also similar to us if timely food is not available if timely food is not available they also feel utterly miserable feeding the guests whether invited or uninvited is a primarily duty of a grihagastha let anyone come to our doorstep at noon he should be served served with food immediately the lame the crippled the blind the deceased person should be served first and then the able bodied persons are relatives extra if not accompanied by anadana other forms of dana are also incomplete any dana without anadana is often compared to a sky in the night with only the stars and moon and no moon or a necklace without its pendant or a crown without its pinnacle or a 
tank without a lotus or bhajan without any love for the god or a married lady without a kumkum or a song sung uh, with a sweet voice or a buttermilk without salt just as varan a soup prepared with dal excels all other dishes anadana is the best of all merits baba's handi knowing that anadana is the best of all merits baba also indulged in regular anadana programs for himself he required very little food as we and as we saw earlier when when what little food he needed he obtained by begging from few houses when he wanted to arrange anadana he he made very elaborate preparations if he had wished the villagers would have got him plenty of cooked food but he did not depend on anyone and troubled none in this regard he went to the market himself brought all the items he needed by paying cash from his own funds he bought these items after comparing prices at different shops and carefully checking the quality he even haggled for uh, the best price and only then bought the items he did all the required grinding all alone in the courtyard of the masjid he had prepared a heath he had also built himself in the room where the fire would be stored after keeping the fire on the hearth and lighting it sorry for that uh, he used to place a big handi over it baba had two handis with him the smaller one provided food for 10 persons the bigger one could cater to 100 persons depending on the guests he planned to invite he used to keep either the smaller or the bigger bigger handi he knew the recipes for almost all the dishes he liked to prepare at times he prepared mitta chawal sweet rice and other times he prepared pulao with mutton to enhance the taste he used to drop small pieces of bread while preparing soup For the soup he prepared all the needed spices himself. He ground the various spices on a stone slab and put the ground paste into the handi. He was also very keen to make the dishes very tasty and palatable. One of his specialties was preparation of ambili. For this he boiled jawar flour in water and then added buttermilk to a hot paste. Then he would boil both together. He served this as a dessert to the main food. One with when the broth was boiling baba wanted to stir it and could not find a ladle nearby he rolled up the right sleeve of his kafni and put his bare hand inside the handi and stirred the boiling content slowly from side to side top to bottom without any thought of what would happen to his hand and indeed nothing happened to his hand as he was a divinity personified when the cooking of the items was over baba got the food duly consecrated by the malvi Only after sending the first part of the consecrated food to Mahasalpati and Tatya Patil, Baba served the food to others. He followed this practice always. He used to serve the food to all the poor and the helpless people himself with his own hands. He made them sit in a row and after distributing plantain leaves, he first served ghee, then followed other items he had prepared with love and care. At every stage of serving the items, he used to say, please have some more. Don't hesitate, eat slowly. Blessed and fortunate indeed must be those people who got food. prepared and served by baba some may get a doubt did baba distribute non vegetarian food also as a prasadam to all his devotees the answer is simple baba was very particular about respecting the consigns of the devotees for those who are not accustomed to non vegetarian food he never allowed them to even touch non vegetarian food as a matter of fact he never even created a wish or desire in the minds of devotees for such food when a shishya implicitly follows the instructions of guru the burden of responsibility lies on the guru to give only those instructions which the devotee can follow and about which a conflict does not arise in the mind of the sishya nobody understood this better than baba it was not just food alone baba did not allow his devotees to even worship any god other than the gods they were used to he told time and again that one should worship only the family de- deities 
Dada Saheb Kelkar story when the guru gives prasadam with his own hands the shishya does not think whether it should be accepted or not he simply takes it and consumes it anyone who thinks about the propriety of acceptance ends up in perdition an ideal shishya implicitly follows the instructions given by guru though baba did everything for his devotees he occasionally tested the amount of faith the devotees had in him only those who passed these tests could become his intimate devotees once on an ekadashi day baba gave some money to data saheb kelkar and asked him to buy meat from a shop in korala dada was extremely fond of baba and loved him very much in addition Dada was a very orthodox religious brahman who followed all the rituals prescribed in the scriptures his mind was always steady and never wavered in the loyalty of baba for him pleasing the guru was ultimate in life so he immediately changed his dress and got ready to go in spite of the fact that he was a strict, strict vegetarian and never even touched meat when he was about to cross the threshold of the masjid baba called him back and asked him to send someone else dada sent his servant pandu when pandu was about to go baba again called him back and postponed the purchase to some other day baba was really not interested in buying meat he only wanted to know how dada would react on on another occasion baba had prepared pulao without mutton he asked dada to taste the pulao and tell him if it was tasty dada assuming that it contained mutton did not taste it however as baba had asked the question for the sake of courtesy replied that it was all right then baba said neither have you seen it with your eyes nor have you tasted it with your tongue then how can you say that is all right just take out the lid and see While saying these words, Baba caught hold of Dada's arm and thrust it into the pot and said, Draw out your arm and taking a ladle, put some quantity in the plate without caring for your orthodoxy and without blustering. This was another occasion on which Baba had tested Dada. Baba knew very well what was inside the pot, just as a mother pinches a child tauntingly and then hugs hugs it when it cries. Baba also had slightly pinched Dada. No saint or guru will ever force his disciple to do things he does not want to do. Leave alone eating, even touching mutton was unthinkable for Dada. How could Baba allow him to defile himself? As seen earlier till 1910 AD Baba was not so well known outside Shirdi it was because of Nana Saheb Chandogar's speechless speeches and Dasguna Maharaj's kirtans that Baba's fame spread far and wide including Bombay hence people coming to Shirdi for Baba's darshan prior to 1910 AD were also less in number subsequently the number increased several times the devotees brought with him various articles for presentation they also brought several food items for offering as nivedyam to Baba The quantity of naivedim was so much that the fakirs and the poor in Shirdi could easily feed themselves to their heart's content. Because of this, after 1910 AD, Baba stopped preparing food in the handis. Kala or hokke pokke. After Harti every day, Baba used to give Udi Prasadam to all the devotees and bless them individually. When everyone had left, Baba went inside and sat behind a curtain to take his meals. In addition, there were two rows of devotees sitting on either side of Baba for the Naivaitiyam. All the offerings brought by the devotees like Puris, Mande, Polis, Basundi, Sansa, Fine Rice, etc. were mixed in Handi and placed before Baba. Baba used to consecrate it by offering it to the Duke God. Those who were waiting outside were offered part of the Naivaitiyam. 
the mixed mix of this mixture is naivaitya after they were fed the devotee sitting inside was served as naivaitya baba sat in the center and asked nana sahib namonkar and shama to serve these sitting inside and care for their individual needs they did this job very willingly and efficiently every morsel was holy and auspicious every morsel was divine and consecrated every morsel had the extra ingredient of baba's affection and love for his devotees nana sahib stories Once Nana Sahib Chandogar came to Shirdi with the sadhu husband of his wife sister Mr Binniwali they went inside the masjid after prostrating at the feet of Baba all the three sat together and started talking Baba always advised that giving giving arms should be straightforward when asked for arms no one should utter falsehood and say i have not got it the money or the other things asked for when he has got it but only to decline to give it to polite terms and say that circumstances don't allow uh, the giving no crooked way should be adopted yet after this advice was given sometime later nana sahib would promise to pay rupees 300 for charity to be done the kopagon datta temple did not bring the money and therefore avoided a visit to the temple which was on his way to shirdi with the approval of his relative he took a detour through a very thorny path and as a result of his he and his relative ran thorn thorns in their bodies baba was suddenly very angry with nana sahib he said even after being with me for so many years but how can you do like this nana sahib was perplexed he sat silently without talking baba asked tell me when did you come to kopaghan where did you engage the tonga and what happened on the way then nana sahib understood the folly he had committed he said as biniwali was also with me we engaged a tonga at kopaghan to come to shirdi for your darshan we took bath in the holy godavari biniwali is a devotee of bhagwan datatriya he went he wanted to visit the datta temple near the godavari banks as as i was interested in coming here at the earliest i told him that we could visit the temple on our way back after taking bath in the godavari my foot rod on a big thorn and pained me very much throughout the journey being an antaryami baba knew everything he said you you ever seen sirkar got datta and take a detour why you thought that the sadhu will ask you for rupees 300 is this a way to remember my lesson if you don't have the money or if it was not easy to arrange to it you have only to tell him the fact will that saint eat you but what device is that to avoid the temple of god for fear of the saint demanding money well then have not torn spears your feet and body on the posterior part of your sapient friend baba definitely looked unhappy he said being prickled by a thorn is a very small punishment how can you ignore datta bhagwan when he is on the way baba never liked ignoring the presiding deities himant pan's cup of buttermilk once himant pan had an opportunity to sit with the devotees for partaking of the manevaitam described earlier he had He had eaten his full share of the nevetiam and was even feeling slightly uncomfortable then baba offered him a cup of buttermilk the cold buttermilk rich with cream and froth was very much tempting himant pant wanted to drink it but was not sure whether his stomach could accommodate it as he could no longer resist the temptation he took a sip and immensely liked it seeing his dilemma baba asked drink it all you won't get an opportunity later on himant pant drank the buttermilk but could not understand the import of baba's words two months later baba attend mahasamadhi the cup of buttermilk was not only cool creamy and fruity it gave immortality to himant pant his such charitra will be read as long as there are mountains in the country and rivers are flowing
Just as Valmiki wrote the first authoritative story of Sri Rama, Hemant Pant wrote the first authoritative story of Sri Baba. Several versions of Ramayana have come, several thousands may still come, but Valmiki Ramayana will always have its own pride of place. So is Hemant Pant Satsaritra. Every one of the Satsaritras which has come till now and the multitudes which will definitely come later on will always be indebted to Hemant Pant. Let us prostrate once again at the divine feet of a beloved Baba who has granted immortality to every one of his devotees and pray sincerely to bless us always. Shri Sadhguru Sainath Maharaj Ki Jai With this, the 38th chapter called as Description of the Handi is complete. In the next two chapters, Hemant Pan tells us about Baba's interpretation of a verse from Gita, construction of the Samadhi Mandir and other matters. Shri Sadhguru Sainath Paramastu Shubham Bhavatu Om Shanti 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 In this page they have listed, posted a picture of articles used by Shirdi Shai Baba a grind um, I could see a, a grind uh, I could see few utensils I could see a picture of Baba laying in the wall uh, someone is carrying umbrella on him and other things I thank this opportunity to my beloved Baba uh, for helping me complete reading this chapter uh, uh, and I pray to Baba to share love and happiness and sweetness in the devotees of Baba who read, who, who are able to listen to this chapter. Let love and peace be with you all. Thank you so much Baba. Love you Baba. Om Sai Ram.